0: When you first met your wife, like had you had had you been doing this for a while so you weren't nervous or like did you find yourself getting like insecure and in having to coach yourself when you first met your wife?
1: No, because that happened several years after I built my confidence and mm-hmm. I was teaching guys for many years before that happened. So I was doing TripAdvice, which is the dating coaching for guys. I was doing TripAdvice for, I'm trying to think, seven years before I met her.
2: Oh, so wow.
1: I was already confident and, and uh, more so in a position of figuring out which woman was going to be good for me, which, who, who's going to be a good wife. A good a person to have children with who's gonna be that person. So I felt like, and this is what I teach guys, like I wanna get them to that point where they're the ones who feel like they're, they're choosing. A lot of guys feel like, well, men don't choose, women choose. Women are the choosers. And I know it seems that way because men are the ones who are approaching, starting the online dating conversations, uh, initiating sex. Like that's normally what's happening. So it feels like women are the ones who are choosing, Um, but something I've heard recently from other people on the internet, which sounds right, is that women are the gatekeepers of sex and men are the gatekeepers of marriage. What do you think about that?
0: No, I think that's a thousand percent true. Because girls want a ring on their finger and guys want to get in there. Yeah, never heard.
1: Listen, everyone wants both. But it feels like that women, you know, they're the ones who have to say yes or no to it because men are the ones who are usually, generally speaking, initiating. Mm -hmm. And then for marriage, it's the same idea um, as well. It's funny because men do get down on one knee and say, will you marry me? But it's even just that proposal that the woman's waiting for. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones who are usually waiting for the guy because they they don't propose the guy proposed. So that's him kind of choosing that mm-hmm. so so yeah i i try to get guys to the point where they feel confident enough in themselves where they're when they're finally going on a lot of dates they feel like okay i'm going to choose which one of these women i feel is going to be best for me
2: mm-hmm. and
1: so that's where i get them to so they don't feel like it's all on i hope the girl says yes it's like well yeah Hopefully, you know. I guess she initially says yes, but but you get to choose as well, mm-hmm. and teach guys how to be a person to be in a position of choosing, a person who is attractive. So that's what I help guys with.
0: Okay. And what happened, like, where you had this realization, or what was the difference when you first were like a young teen to early twenties? Were you confident, or like, what was the journey to get to the point where like? you felt like you could start looking and choose rather than like almost settling kind of or letting the woman choose?
1: I think it was, it was when I felt, and I feel a lot of guys get to this point too, is when they, when, when guys feel comfortable with who they are. So it's definitely a self-esteem part. I think it's also part just feeling comfortable talking to women. I don't think, Many guys feel super confident talking to women. And when I say talking to women, I don't mean general chit chat, although that is something that guys need confidence in too. But confidence in being able to flirt with the woman and build that tension or that sexual tension with the woman, most guys don't feel comfortable with that. So it sounds funny, but in order to become confident in that, you have to practice that. You have to give yourself more opportunities. To be able to put yourself out there and build attraction with women. So, you have to talk to more women, approach more women, get more dates from dating apps. And so, I went through that own process, my own process when I was in my early 20s and getting to the point where I was going on enough dates. It wasn't like I had a self esteem issue. I mean, definitely it was there. It wasn't to the point where I thought I was like a loser but I definitely thought I wasn't good with women, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So I thought I I liked myself, but I didn't think that I was really good with women, and mainly that came down to experience. Mm -hmm. Or or I had a lot of experiences in my teenage years where the girls go for the bad boy, and then I get, and a lot of other guys get friend zoned. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: for me, it wasn't like, oh well, women suck. They just want the bad boy you know screw them it was more like what do i need to do to be a guy that women can become attracted to i think that's the healthier way to look at it but um so yeah so that's that was my own personal journey and then getting to the point where i felt like whoa okay i was able to really build some confidence here and get better at talking to women and i had this strong desire to help other guys get there because I felt if I could get to that point, I think I can help other guys get to that point, mm-hmm. and I think I can explain to them how to get to that point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's when I felt then confident, not only in myself, but in I can transfer this information and knowledge and skill set over to other guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. that was in two thousand and eleven. So that was quite a while ago.
0: And how old were you in two thousand and eleven? Like roughly, Do you remember?
1: Um, two thousand and eleven. I was twenty-four.
0: Okay, so 24, and what did you think, I was 24,
1: like, maybe 25.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to get, like, this mental image of, like, okay, trips in high school, he's, like, getting friends zoned by women, or, like, they're picking the bad boys. Were you, would you say, like, extremely anxious? Like, what was the degree to, like, your nervousness or how you were around women? Was it, like, horrible, or were you, like, good, but it just, like... It mean, was,
1: it wasn't... Yeah. No, that's a great question. It wasn't like if I was introduced to someone, it was fine. Okay. I wasn't going to parties and sitting in the corner. Oh. I was actually a pretty extroverted person and social. But if you were to say, hey, there's a girl over there at a coffee shop, go say hi to her. Not a chance. <laughs> Freaked out. Freaked out. So scary. Or, like, or even at a bar. And like even, even with alcohol, like you, know, you drink, you feel more loose and mm-hmm. you feel more confident. Even with that, it's like, oh, there's a cute girl over there. Go say hi. It's like I can't do it. I can't do this. I can't do this at all. So, or I, or I would try, and it would be, it would just be, it would be so bad that it would just even push me further into like I just can't do this. And that was in my college years, early early twenties. Up until 23, 24 is when I started to work on it. And then around 24, 25, after doing it for a couple of years, feeling confident in it.
0: Mm.
1: So that's, that's kind of where, where I was at.
0: And did you have like, what was, was it just exposing yourself and getting outside your comfort zone? Like, like, like talk in your head and go, OK, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to be confident. Like, What were the steps you took to be nervous to go talk to a girl to now coaching men? Like what were key, like the top three things that you worked on?
1: Okay, so what ended up happening was I really, well, the first one was desire. So I had a really large desire to fit, to solve it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get good at it. And I was learning from the internet that there were guys who were, who were trying to get good at it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So there were guys who were trying to, to do this as like a skill it was like this pickup community so I started to have this new idea that oh well I guess you could work on this like I didn't know you could work on it I thought Mm -hmm. you just you were either the bad boy jock who got girls or that was it good luck and and do your best so I said okay well I want to work on this this is a thing you can work on let's let's do this I had a desire but it didn't mean it was easy so I was like, "All right, well, I want to do this without alcohol, because if I'm going to do this, I want this to like really work And good thing I did because you're way more you're way sharper with, without alcohol. You can think better on your feet and you can be better at socializing. So I did it without alcohol, and then I would go out and just do my best to just talk to women without. Without any kind of uh, thought on on you know what would happen. So I tried to stay more present, present yeah, and less on the outcome, mm-hmm. knowing that okay, I'll probably get rejected and whatever, and let me just go out there and talk to women and like, kind of experiment and just like see what happens.
2: Hmm.
1: And that pushed me and encouraged me to then do that. And I I teach that to guys too, is like, go out there. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah,
1: you're probably going to get rejected. Don't take it so personally. And just start talking to women and then see what happens. You end up finding out that people are way friendlier than you think they are. I mean, you're going to have your your hard rejections where the girl's like, get away from me. Uh, You don't even say a word. Mm -hmm. You're going to get those. But then you're going to have some opportunities where you're like, oh, okay, we talked a little bit. Mm -hmm. That wasn't so bad. I can do that a little bit more. And then you go through a little bit of a hopefully a positive feedback loop to then push you to do more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened to me. And then I would just go out, and I was going out a lot of nights and just working on this like it was a hobby. <laughs> and you, you'd be surprised. I mean, I don't. I mean, for any women listening out there, like guys, whether they work on this or not, whether they're active in it, like the guys I coach, the guys that listen to my podcast, how to talk to girls or whatever, guys would love to have this skill set. Like mm-hmm. I I would I would say 98% of all straight men
2: mm-hmm.
1: or more will, you know, if if you could give them, you know, with a snap of a fingers the ability to go and converse with a woman confidently, I don't know any guys I would say like no I don't want that. Again, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to have the desire to work on it cuz working on it is another story, it's really hard.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: it's definitely something that most, most guys you know, will want. It's a skill set yeah. that's important. Because if you're not doing it, unless you're like a super attractive guy, and even then, women mostly are not approaching. I, I'll put that back on you. Have you ever approached a guy before?
0: I've approached one, my re- most recent ex, I like slid in his Instagram DMs, but no, never physically. Like, because I remember I would go out to bars with my, with my guy friends, and I'd be telling them, like, "Go! T- you think she's cute? Like, go talk to her. Go talk to her. And they'd be like, no, no, no. And they just, like, sit by the table and drink their beer. And they're, yeah, like. And yeah, they, and, they,
1: and they say, like, no, no, no. And they, they, they're acting too cool. It's not. They're not too cool. They're nervous.
0: Mm. I
1: played that game, too. They're nervous. That's why. But That's yeah. so, so good continue.
0: to hear as a female. Because I'm just, like, when they would flip it on me. And I'd be like, oh, that guy's so hot. They'd be like, go talk to him, Paige. Go talk to him, like. You're blonde. Go talk to them. And I would get so nervous and I'd be like, no, I would look desperate. And then you like start with the whole mind, like the mind games, or the, I do see Mm -hmm. the guy sitting over there acting too cool with like his beard and thinking like, well, he's intimidating. Like, I don't want to go do that. And I'm like, oh, this is how guys feel. And they have to like go do the thing. And that's really scary. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's scary. And I, I mean, anyone would be scared to do it. And that's why I don't think there's enough sympathy or empathy for guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it, it, we again we have to do it, and if we don't do it, most likely nothing is going to happen. You yeah. know, like I've had people say like even to me, even all growing up, I've had people say like, oh, you know, Tripp, you're I don't you know you're a good looking guy, or like people will even tell me like. Uh, that they have been told that they're, oh, they're a cute guy. You're not like this unattractive person and you got a good personality. It doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think to this day, I can't even remember, which probably means zero. I can't remember one time I've ever been approached by a woman. I'm not saying that like, oh, oh I feel so bad for you. It it's just the way it is. Ever, anywhere. Huh? DM'd, I don't know, even that. Like, Never been, I mean, I don't know, again, maybe it's happened a couple times, but I can't even remember it and I feel like I would. So It's pretty much like zero and, oh and that's, just, that's just because, can you imagine like mm-hmm. you, your experience in your life, how many times have you been DM'd? How many times oh. have you been approached?
0: Yeah. Can you even count? Yeah, I can't even count.
1: <laughs> you can't even count. So imagine the different experiences we're having.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, you know, like I can't, I mean, if that sounds amazing yeah. to me as a guy. If I was like, oh, I can't even, can't, I've been approached so many times. And you can't even go, you don't even know what the reality is of never doing it. So this is the kind of thing that I don't think men and women really understand. And there, I give guys a lot of sympathy because even if you are like an attractive guy, Let's say even if you are an attract, like a super attractive guy, like you are like a model. Even then, yeah, you might be getting DM'd or approached. It won't, it still won't come close to the equivalent attra- Like let's say let's say you're a nine as a guy, and there's a nine as a girl. I mean, the the, the girl nine will, will have been easily fifty times more. So my I guess my point here is saying all this is that as a guy we have to work on this yeah. and if we don't then we kind of get what we get you know mm-hmm. it's like that's kind of it so that's where it becomes really tougher that's why i have um i have a, a podcast or maybe a tiktok or something or was it i don't know some both uh where i put out content of a, who has who has it harder in dating mm-hmm. and my argument is is and I, of course, it sounds biased because I'm a guy, but I really truly think that men have it extremely harder in huh. dating.
0: Yeah, because as a girl, I've been dated with like, um, you know, oh, the guy ghosted me or the guy didn't ask for a second date. Like you hear from girls and on TikTok about like, oh, he's an asshole or oh, he blah, 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 did this or like he, I, I want to know what we are, but he won't tell me. So girls are like, they have all these options and the guy that they want is like not committing to her or whatever. So you think, oh, guys have like five girls in their phone at all times. Like, you know, they're the ones on dating apps. They're like initiating the date. So I'm in my head thinking guys have a lot of options. Like guys are um, the the deciders on if you're, they're gonna be your girlfriend or not. Like, so to hear your perspective, I'm Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> It's not as easy. Yeah,
1: no, like a small percentage of men do have that. Mm. So like, you know, 10 or 20 percent of men do have that. But that's like 80 percent of those guys don't. So you think that most guys have that because Mm -hmm. you're probably getting approached and going on dates and sleeping with the guys that do have those options. -hmm. So you don't have the right sample size. Not your fault. It's just Mm -hmm. that's just your reality, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I was gonna say also in addition to this is like one of the reasons why I've come to the conclusion why men have it harder in dating is because. So so I so I've heard women say like yeah but, and they'll say the things that you said, but, I get ghosted. I don't know. I don't. Is he using me for sex? Is Mm -hmm. it, you know. Is he sleeping with other women? Is this guy good? So you guys have a choosing problem, Mm -hmm. which is real. I empathize. You have a choosing problem. You got to go, is this a guy that I should pick? Mm -hmm. Is he a good guy? What if I mess that up? What if I get used? What if I get heartbroken? Mm -hmm. So here's where with guys, they have to deal with that and
2: the approach.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. So they have to... Because they have to do the same thing, right? It's like once they get to the point where they are dating women, they got to do the same thing as women. They got to not, mm-hmm. you know, not get ghosted. Is this, is this girl going to be a good fit? Is she going to be um, not, uh, not have drama in her life? Is she going to be someone who's going to be faithful to me? Like all the same things that women have too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But in addition, I know you're, you're nodding exhausted because it is exhausting
2: yeah that so crazy.
1: that's why it gets tough bring this a little bit more full circle is uh is why my job exists is why i mm-hmm. do have a job that helps guys uh get to that point because mm-hmm. they want to get to that point and it's and it's challenging
0: it's like that uh the movie hitch with will smith i'm sure do people re- reference that with you a lot all the time <laughs> I all it. the time yeah, cause yeah. I, I think that's great um and I, part of me is like when, I, when you're on TikTok, the most viral posts are a guy does these things if he likes you or red flags to watch out for in men or vice like your videos blow up like three things that you're doing wrong with women. It's like everybody. I mean, we're so like my mom used to always say every there's so many love songs because this like dynamic between man, woman, man, man, woman, woman, you know, like whoever it is you have this emotional desire, connection, confusion, the opposite sex, it's just like this this draw um, and it, it like takes over our world. Um, so to have yeah. the ins and outs yeah. from someone that can help kind of be a guide is, is lovely and um, it makes me think that kind of broader picture, you become so emotionally crazy when you're in these dynamics of like wondering okay they're going to text me back did I do something wrong and it really triggers self-worth things it really triggers am I good enough why don't they like me am I smart enough I can't like the the fear that you're talking about with guys not being able to go up to women it's like ultimately what that breaks down to is a self-confidence worth things like I mean is that what you notice it's like when you work with your guy clients that you're mostly reverting back to focusing on kind of self confidence, self worth like deeper. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's yeah. it's all of that. Because yeah. I feel that if a guy had really had really big confidence and just like super self esteem, I think that he wouldn't need that much help with meeting women. Mm. He just he just like once you have that, you're kind of you're, you're more than halfway there. Hmm. And so if you combine that with being really good at socializing and you're able to build tension with the woman, then, then you'll have a lot of options. You'll be able to get a lot of women attracted to you.
0: That's so true. But like it's I, really
1: hard to do that if you don't have the self-esteem. Yeah, that's
0: so true. Because when I'm like there could be a really really hot attractive man but if he's nervous and like tripping over his words and like really kind of clammy and weird i'm going to be like, eh, You know, not that interested. But if i get like a like a say a over like a more like overweight guy who's not that attractive, but he's just so relaxed talking to me and like so confident and not trying too hard and has a really good engaging personality or like similar values, i'm going to be like okay uh, why like i'm attracted to you you've got it going on it's an energy thing i really believe that i've had crushes on them the weirdest looking guys where my friends would be like what's going on but i'm just like i don't know i'm just so attracted to them just how they carry themselves you yeah. know it's definitely there
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's all it's all there's a lot of evolutionary uh theories on this there's a mm-hmm. there's a um a famous uh, I don't know what he calls himself. He's a, if he's a um, biologist or evolutionary biologist. It was David Buss, and he talks mm-hmm. a lot about this stuff. I just listened to a very interesting podcast, and he talks about how for women, attraction is context specific. So it's really about the context of the guy. So a lot of that is in the behavior. So, I'll, so an example, what that means is um, he, he gave a, I'll, I'll give you two examples. One example he gave was there was a woman that he knows that went to a, a a conference. and the guy that was leading the conference, who was in charge of everything, she thought he was very attractive. She was attracted to him. And then a couple months later, she went to the conference, another conference, but he wasn't the leader of the conference. He was just like an attendee she kind of said to herself like I don't really know what I saw in that guy I'm not really that attracted to him so it was context specific it was his behaviors
2: mm-hmm.
1: his leadership qualities his charisma his confidence that she was like ooh this guy and so then a more relatable uh, idea to this to the context specific is like a rock star
2: mm-hmm. right
1: it's like there's a lot of rock stars that you might go they're not that attractive I mean some are but there's some that you're like, oh, I don't know. He's not physically attractive. But when there's a thousand, ten thousand females screaming at this guy, <laughs> you're just like, the women, women are like, oh, yeah, there's, there's something about him.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: there's a whole lot of evolutionary reasons of why that might be of, of um, you know, the status idea that when a guy has status, it makes him more attractive even though he's not physically attractive. That's not the same thing for guys. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that a lot of guys are gonna be thinking that, I don't know, some famous woman is really attractive if she's not physically attractive. Mm. But that's different for women. So it's context specific, and a lot of it has to do with behavior, which is what Mm -hmm. you're saying. This is just stuff that I've learned. I didn't make this up. This is stuff that I've read and learned and Mm -hmm. I've heard about, and, and that's stuff that I teach men too is that idea of behavior. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. It is so true. Cause I'm just picturing like a guy who's maybe not traditionally attractive, but like has a kind of suave energy to him, and I'm gonna be like, okay, I want like yeah, we're attracted to like leadership and like these masculine, relaxed qualities. I think I one guy is on TikTok. It's like you 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 need to make the woman feel safe. You know, if you're like nervous and giddy, that energy's gonna come off. She's gonna be like, "This man, I can't trust this man to like protect me." If you have a guy who's like self-assured and like confident and relaxed, you're like, "Okay, he's gonna be like under control. He's gonna be able to handle situations. He's got leadership qualities. Like, I'm safe with him. I can be in my feminine and be relaxed and go the flow because he's gonna lead." I think women are really attracted to that.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Did you have you totally. ever thought about? Um, coaching women because for me I'm like oh my gosh I mean I've got literally a list of questions here about okay if a men, man does this or like what should we look out for with this or what behavior does this mean um, and I feel like because you are one a guy and you teach guys and you coach guys and you know what the average guy is thinking you'd have so much to offer women is that a route you'd go down
1: I've thought about it. Yeah, I've thought about it. I might potentially start a podcast. I'm thinking about it. I'm starting a podcast for couples Mm -hmm. and talking. So that would be talking to men and women technically. So yeah, I've thought about it. I just feel like also maybe I haven't started it yet. You You think I need to do it?
0: I I will be, yes, I'll promote it for you for free because I'm just like. I love it. Oh my gosh, yeah. I want to know. Well, okay.
1: Let's talk to you then. What? Where do you feel you need help? Do you, or let's just even back it up a little bit. Do you feel you need help? Like are you, do, are you are you struggling in anywhere in the in the dating
0: sense? I mean, I just got out of a relationship and and I realized kind of reflecting on my behaviors with men, I again, I think it stems from self-confidence and self-worth that I will if I don't know how to read them or like if, if they're not telling me exactly how they feel about me or their intentions with me or their interest, then I just, like, I don't know what to think. Like, um, I've had boyfriends in the past where we, when we were in the dating period, they're texting me after the date saying, wow, like the conversation I had with you was amazing. And like, you're so beautiful. And like, I feel this way about you and I can't wait. Like, I'd really like to take you out on a second date. That's very clear to me. Okay. He's interested. He's really into me. He's, He's into this. When I have a guy that, like, doesn't do that, I am just, like, so confused. <laughs> um, and I think I can get really shy. Does it make you
1: like him more?
0: Um, it makes me confused, for sure. And then I'm kind of, like, if I generally think he's attractive and like him, then I am kind of hooked a little bit more. To so, Yeah. But um, when you also have a guy saying these really sweet things to you after a date and you also had a good time on the date. It gives you like a little dopamine hit and then you're like excited to see what they're going to say. It's like nice to feel seen by someone and feel like someone accepts you and enjoys you um, and to hear that is nice. So I don't know. <laughs> it's a mix, but I guess I don't know how to Okay. Flirt okay. A guy like I think my question to you would be... I
1: don't think you even need to know how to do that. Really? (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, I don't know if, like, most... uh, I'm just thinking about this. Like, the most girls need to learn how to flirt. I think they need to learn how to maybe show interest. But I bet you do that. I bet you flirt and you don't even know it.
0: Probably don't even know it. But I've also had multiple men tell me I'm really hard to read on dates. Because if I think they're really hot, I like start to clam up a little bit. Like <laughs> I get really awkward and Interesting. and kind of like, I don't know what to say. Um, especially if, if So they
1: think like, that you're acting in a way that... Huh? Th- Sorry, say that again.
0: Like, if I, like, say I'm on a date with a really attractive guy, but he's, like, flirting with me, and I can tell he's into me, and we're, like, messing around, then I can kind of loosen up, because I'm like, oh, he likes me, we're good, but if he's not, like, hinting that, and he's just, like, kind of chill, and just, like, we're hanging out, I'm going to be like, is he into me, does he like me, like, I don't know, like, how how do I act, like, I don't know what to say, like, do I, like, you know, and I start to get all awkward, or if they do compliment me, but they're, it's not, like, super um, consistent, then I'm, like, did you mean that? Like, I don't know how to take it. I turn into, like, a, a schoolgirl. <laughs> like, you know?
1: That's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. So, but if they make advances, are you accepting their advances?
0: Yeah, kind of. Like, I have this one situation.
1: Um, like, are you turning down their kiss, I guess? is. No, you know?
0: no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, sometimes, like, I know it's about to happen, and I don't know what to do. Um, so I kind of get awkward and I don't help them out. Um, like I really kind of make them go 100% to work for it because <laughs> I'm so nervous.
2: I, yeah.
1: Is okay.
0: that is like your advice? Because part of me is like, if a guy wants to do it, he's gonna do it. That's my thought process. Do you have any advice on that? Like, yes.
1: Yeah. Well, advice on which part?
0: Like, do I need to help him out and go 50/50 if I if I'm interested in them or like? just trust that if they're I mean
1: I think it I think it'd be it, I think it'd be nice because I, I don't know if most guys are going to know to do that so I try to teach guys to do that I always say you, you'll know if a girl's because they always want the signs or right? like you were saying mm-hmm. they want the signs like well how do you tell if a girl's interested and it's like you don't really need to know anything other than she's showing up to the date
2: mm-hmm. is
1: she accepting your physical advances mm-hmm. if you go for a kiss and she kisses you back if you guys end up having sex, there you go. Uh, that's interest. That's all you need to know. I mean, mm-hmm. mainly it's just like is she showing up to your dates. Mm-hmm. So there's no need to analyze. Like, well, she was acting strange. I don't know. I can't tell. Who cares? Just ask her out again. You'll get your answer right there. So, like, if I was on a date with you, right, and I was like, oh, I can't read her. Like, she's not. She's kind of being shy. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I would just ask on another date and. I would have my answer. So there's no hard to read. Yeah. And then I would just like, oh, maybe she's just a little shy
2: mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's good to So, yes,
1: yeah, So I think women should, should, yeah, try to do some sort of flirting back. That'd be nice. It, mm-hmm. it would be nice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially for the guys who don't know to just, you know, to not take any sign too literally and ask a girl out for the real answer. It'd be nice to, to be able to have yeah something like that yeah some sort of flirt back or
2: Mm
0: -hmm. when you are working with these guys is their overall goal to be in a relationship with a woman or and like have the woman interested in not only just sleeping with them but also progressing in a relationship with them or do you mostly see that there's like like I don't know how to talk to girls I want to be able to talk to them I want to be able to have the option to have sex with a woman um, and then see if I want to be with them after that like is it mostly sex driven or relationship driven or both
1: well it's kind of always sex driven if we really want to go okay. deep, right okay. I mean I mean I, that is a big part of it but I guess are men only looking for that Um, is kind of like the question, no. Most guys I work with want a relationship at the end of the day. Now, they might want to not have a relationship for a little bit Mm -hmm. and they might want to just date and sleep around and have Mm -hmm. casual flings. but. A very small percentage of guys I've ever worked with have ever told me that they don't want ultimately a relationship.
0: That makes sense. And what about this is a big question so, I have. Like, um, dang it, I I just lose it. It's in regards to like, how do you know if a guy just wants to sleep with you or wants to be in a relationship with you? Like what
1: are the telltale signs? I would say look at the context in which he's asking to hang out is a big one. Okay. Sometimes that's not going to give you the answer though. Yeah. But that is a big one. Is he just trying to meet up at night?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is he just trying... when I say night, I mean like after 12. Oh. Or you guys... right. Is the meetup just like come over? Are you guys just focused on it only being sexual or is Mm -hmm. he doing activities with you Mm -hmm. bringing you around friends Mm -hmm. some of those things now that's not a foolproof way because as I've been hearing as I've been interviewing other women on my podcast Mm -hmm. is that guys will do full out normal I'm interested in you type dates yeah and then sleep with the girl and then
0: ghost huh what about, that's so interesting that they'd ghost because I'm kind of like, wouldn't they want to just try to keep that going? You know, like, wouldn't they want to hook up with someone and then continue to hook up with them even if they don't want a relationship?
1: They might, or they just wanted to do it one time. Hmm.
0: Wow. That, to me, sounds more of like a ego thing. Like, I want to see if I can hook up with this girl and then move on and conquer the next one. Do you, you see that a lot?
1: It could be. It could be an ego thing. I think it also has to do with a man's biology, is that we enjoy variety a lot more than women. Mm. So there's a lot of theories on that, actually, that that person I was talking about, David Buss talks about. He talks about um, for example, he talks about cheating, and he mm-hmm. says that guys will, if a guy cheats. 70% of the time he stays in the relationship. He just wanted variety, or what was mm-hmm. it? 70% of the time he's happy in the relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He just wanted variety. Mm-hmm. For a woman, it's if she cheats, it's because she wants uh another sexual experience, but as well as with someone who she can also have an emotional connection with.
0: Yeah, the emotional.
1: Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So those are the reasons mainly. So like a a lot of uh, female affairs will lead to leaving the guy Mm -hmm. where that doesn't necessarily happen as much with guys. So rewinding back to what you were saying is that, yeah, I think that men do... Seek more variety than women, generally speaking. Where a man is gonna wanna sleep with more women and a woman a woman won't necessarily wanna sleep with more men. A lot of women say that that makes guys like slutty, or it makes guys like, oh, they don't even they just don't have um, what do they say on my TikToks, these women that don't like me. Um, they say, uh,
0: no loyalty, like no men ha- have no
1: standards,
0: no standards. Yeah, they're just like anything. I that's just it. get my yeah. Dick <laughs>
1: and it's like, it's not like, well, that's that's a judgment, I would say. It's like, well, if you're saying that, so what, so women have more standards, it's like, it's not, I don't know if it has to do with standards.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that that's just the nature is that a mm-hmm. uh, man. You know, will want to do that more with more women, yeah. And women don't necessarily want to do that more with men for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, one being that they can get pregnant, so women mm-hmm. naturally are not trying to sleep with a bunch of guys because, like, biologically, there's more consequences for you. Yeah. So it's more in a female's nature to sleep with less. Yeah. Than a man. That makes so sense. So that that might be a re- might be one of the reasons i mean i don't, I wouldn't say it's it could also be ego I mean society is definitely set up where it's cool if a guy sleeps with a lot of women and it's mm-hmm. not so cool if a woman sleeps with a lot of men I think that's mm-hmm. changing now but um, yeah. yeah so I don't know I'm not sure how to necessarily yet help women in terms of how do you not i don't know have you ever gotten ghosted after a guy slept with you or
0: honestly, I've been lucky. I am pretty picky. Like I can get a good read on guys. Um, I don't know if I've ever been ghosted to be honest. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm sure that's not luck. I'm sure there's something that you're doing. You
0: gotta have a good eye, it's... you know, you gotta like make sure they're not the type to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How can you tell?
0: Uh I don't know. I think it's just like a general are they interested in me more than well part of me wonders if like if it's I feel like if I got ghosted it's more so they don't see a relationship with me, but they do wanna have sex with me again. So they'll just keep reaching out. Um no matter what. So of me feels like it's just sexual driven that they for the reason they reach out but i think you just have to make sure that they're interested in you personally you know Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) just that they're asking questions about you that you're doing activities and things like that
1: what's the what's the fastest you've ever slept with a guy
0: oh i feel really bad to say this is the only hookup this is the only time I've ever done this, but I was going through kind of like a weird emotional time. I went out with a guy for New Year's and I never drink, and I had like two drinks and I was just toasted. Like I was done. I was um, pretty drunk off two drinks. I just get drunk really fast. And me and this guy were really connecting and I remember we were like making out and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so turned on right now. And we just, we hooked up and I'd only known him for like a couple hours. So I was like, what did I just do? He turned out to be a great guy and we kept talking, but I was like, that is definitely the fastest ever. Yeah, the only time that's happened. <laughs> Alcohol. See, it's
1: interesting keep- how you're, you're really like, sounding ashamed of
0: Yeah, because I knew normally- Like it was in-
1: shameful.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think it's because our culture is like, oh, if you sleep with a guy too fast, like, you're a hoe, you're a slut, like, um, you should have more respect for yourself. You know, you get hit with those things as a girl.
1: Yep. Yeah, Mm -hmm. women are always monitoring their social standing. That's true. So they they don't want to be perceived in that way, right? It's like, that's. That's, uh, that's not good.
0: That's right. We need to get rid men,
1: of that. For yeah. men, like, cool.
0: We should really get rid of that because it's just I like, think
1: it's. I think it's starting to change a little bit. Yeah. Don't you think?
0: Like, sexuality is so expressive. And I think back to like the Roman times when they're doing like Greek orgies and everybody's tapped in and like sexual... Like I just feel like sexual energy in nature is just so like freeing in that if a woman... But I don't know that there, there needs to be like some balance of because I think in today's culture if you do have a girl That's just like sleeping with any guy that can show problems with like Internal self-worth like what is she doing that for is she actually just really horny and wants to hook up with these guys? Or is she doing it for validation numbing out? sense of love from that person or just wanting to rebe- like, you know, there, there can be some internal things going on or for men maybe I know this one guy shared with me that he got his heart broken and then he just wanted to, like, go hook up with as many girls as he could for whatever reason. Or,
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh, you know, I don't feel good about myself, so how many women can I get to like me? Because that's going to give me a lot of validation. If we can take that, like, work through that and just, like, focus on making genuine relationships and connections with people and, like, allowing ourselves to get out of our head with the with the society programming of like you're a hoe or whatever and then just not like let that naturally progress it's like a beautiful thing yeah we shouldn't chain people for it yeah Yeah.
1: it'd be be great I uh I don't know when that if if (laughs) if that ever happens Mm -hmm. maybe uh, not in our lifetime I Mm -hmm. don't know but it feels like it is somewhat going to that point Mm -hmm. because I don't know. I don't know. You see it on TV. Mm-hmm. Women being more... Um, embracing their sexual side. Mm-hmm. Open about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see like TV shows, like the TV show Girls. Or, I don't know, really anything these days. It's um, It seems to be less judged. But I don't know. It's also... I know that a lot of guys... Might judge a woman for that and might be unattracted to a woman who slept with 50 girls. So I don't know if that's ever going to go away because that also might be biological.
0: Mm. Hmm. Yeah. You know? I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, so to get, I, I just was looking at my questions here. I was curious, I am a hopeless romantic, so I'm sorry I'm bringing this back, but you're. I saw your fiance, and she is like this super beautiful, hot blonde. <laughs> Just for all the male listeners, it's like his dating advice works. Like he's found a dime. Um, and when you were first meeting her, I I know we kind of touched about this in the beginning, but did you were you nervous? Did you, like how soon did you know she was the one as well?
1: Um, was yeah. I think there's like nervousness, excitement for sure. You know, I mean, I don't think that that necessarily even takes away confidence. I think that you can be confident and nervous at the exact same time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so I felt like that was kind of where I was at. It's like, yeah, I felt confident, but like yeah, there was definitely moments where I was like, oh yeah, a little nervous, a little like you wanna you wanna make sure that you're doing whatever you need to do to be cool, play it cool, be charismatic, right, come off comfortable so for sure that was definitely happening but it um, but it wasn't like as intense as like when I would be going on dates like 10 years before that where it'd be like on another level where I would just even mess up the date it was just from having just lots of experience with it but but yeah so when you asked when, do, when did I know mm-hmm. I probably knew within a few months okay i probably knew within a few months
0: What's a few, too? whether or, like or not six? this.
1: Like, like three to four.
0: Three to four months. You were like, okay, wow, this girl mm-hmm. is the girl that I could see myself. Was it more like, this is a girl I could see myself marrying and settling down with? Or was it like, um, I'm to for this girl?
1: Yeah. I, I was pretty certain it was going to happen.
0: Oh! I was pretty
1: certain it was going to happen
0: the top three yep. things that you were looking for that she just like checkmarked for you that was like the
1: yeah well I did have three specific things
0: you did okay let's I see actually that.
1: did mm-hmm so but it wasn't the necessary the things that said I want to marry her but it was three things I was looking for when I was dating at that time so they were physically fit okay. financially responsible and really wants children. So those are the three I was looking for. Hmm.
0: I love that. Okay, so she. Those are
1: my. Up. Those are my non-negotiables. Hmm.
0: Good to know. That, that that's probably similar for a lot of guys as well.
1: Hmm. Um, some of those are. Yeah.
0: What do some you Some of those
1: are. I don't do think you know. men think about the girl thing enough. Uh, the kid thing enough.
0: Uh.
1: Like I think that guys should be really clear on whether or not they want children. So when they're dating for a relationship, they can make sure they're going to get into a relationship with a woman who has the same goals
2: mm-hmm.
1: of wanting or not wanting children.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So that's really important. Hmm. What are yours? What are yours? Do you have? I well, need- you're 23. So what are you even looking for?
0: I don't know. Um, I realized, like, again, I was single for three years. Like, pushed all relationships away because I didn't really believe that anything could really work out. So I thought people would just be in your life temporarily and then they, you'd move on. Um, and so when I was, and I also had this belief, I think from TikTok and social media, that all men didn't want anything serious. They just wanted to hook up. They just wanted sex. They like all men are afraid of commitment, no one wants a relationship, so I would go into dates with guys, you know, as a hopeless romantic at heart, wanting a deep love, but thinking, shh, no one wants that anymore, Um, this guy probably just wants to hook up with me, doesn't want anything serious, so I would be kind of cold, and like, um, you know, like, deep down hoping that there could be a spark there, but like, really shut off, and I realized, like, In my last relationship, I was like that, and it really set us back. And he, like, really worked to get in. Um, And once I was in it, I was like, oh, this is something I really want. And, wow, if I could have just let down these, like, walls and these um, fears in the beginning, our relationship could have been so much more uh, deep earlier on. Um, And so we recently broke up, and I was thinking, wow, I need to have more of, like, an open heart and see guys in a better light and like I think having that mindset shift will attract deeper relationships into my life, because um, I have the belief that that's possible, rather than just shutting all guys down. Because that's my belief that nobody wants anything. So um, yeah, I think I'm realizing oh I do want something that is deep and where we can be vulnerable and they're like open and accepting, um, non-judgmental. Uh, curious kind of about spirituality in the world and just really kind and they want that sense of commitment they, they want to be in a relationship where there's loyalty and own independence. Those are what I, things I'm looking for. I want to be fiery and passionate. You know, I think I need to look more about values though, like my three non-negotiables, I don't have those. <laughs> it's more general.
1: Do you want kids one day?
0: Um, I did when I was little, but now, the idea of a child is, like, no way. <laughs> so, I actually...
1: Even, eat like, ever.
0: Yeah, in my mind, I'm thinking, no way I'm going to have kids. Um, but I'm 23 right now. So the I What if that will that, change. I bet it will change probably, like, 28. I'll be like, wait. <laughs> I think it's going to be when I feel like I can fully take care of myself and, like, feel set in my life that I would want a kid. But right now, I'm just like, no way. They take so much time away from yourself and um yeah yeah
1: yeah maybe that will change when you're older who knows because it's hard to imagine that but some women know when they're that age yeah if they want it or not but yeah yeah,
0: i do that's interesting yeah i have a question before you before we wrap up um yes yeah it's like what's a pattern lesson insecurity that when you were originally dating and in relationships with women that you saw come up in the relationship, like a trigger, like, oh my gosh, she did that and I got so jealous, or oh my gosh, she did, she tried to have a conversation with me and I completely shut down and walked away. Like, Is there a pattern that you've noticed on how you act or fears that would come up consistently when you would have relationships with women?
1: Ones I remember from a long time ago was maybe if the girl had a guy friend that, or a few guy friends, that would definitely trigger some jealousy until I got to know the guy and then me and him became buddies. And then at that point, Mm -hmm. it just like Mm -hmm. totally went away. Mm -hmm. So I had that happen a few times where it's like, because there's a lot of instances where there are what's called orbiters, guys who will hang out with a woman because they're attracted to them and they're in their friend zone, but they still hang out with them. So I was concerned on that level a few times in past relationships, Mm -hmm. only to then realize that it was just a dumb insecurity. And then I got over it and the guy was pretty cool and made friends with some of those guys. Mm -hmm. So definitely a lesson is that that's not always the case. I think a lot of guys do that. They do stay friends with the woman that they want to sleep with, but mm-hmm. that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, that was a good lesson for me.
0: Yeah. Okay, interesting. I didn't. do I, hear so much about the guy best friend with women. <laughs> so that's interesting that that's like a... Do long you long have long. that? Um, a guy best friend?
1: Yeah, or a few.
0: A few. Um, I do have one of my good friends that I have worked with and been an employee of and we've been besties and we still like FaceTime all the time and help each other with dating advice and we'll catch up and fly out and hang out um with a group of people and stuff so yeah I do have that and my the last two boyfriends I've had they don't really show concern over them for whatever reason so maybe it's because they're not they don't live by me so we're not like physically hanging out we just talk on the phone but that could be would that stress you out? That like, definitely th- helps. <laughs> Does your fiance have a guy best friend?
1: No, she she doesn't, actually. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe I, maybe I would have been triggered. Yeah. By it, if she did. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that maybe I would have. But then, like, maybe after again getting to know the guy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would be a little concerned though if the guy didn't want to actively be my friend.
2: Yeah. Huh. Interesting. You know.
1: Like if I, you know, well, actually, I do have a a female best friend who doesn't live here, but if she did live here and she had a boyfriend, I would be wanting to hang out with him like, Mm -hmm. oh, one of my best friends is with a guy. He must be cool. I would try to create a relationship with him as the outsider, as the friend and and do that for Mm -hmm. for her, for for his own security. And because I'd probably like him, because your mm-hmm. friends of your friends are usually people you like, right? Yeah. So, so yeah.
0: Huh. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's super interesting, because yeah, you hear about that a lot. So to hear that that was like a big, the biggest common fear that you had, is interesting.
1: It wasn't like insane. It wasn't like, but it would. It was the one that that pops up to me right away, as you're gotcha, saying. It.
0: Gotcha. 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 Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we are at fifty-nine minutes. Um, I still have I have so many questions. Maybe we could do another one later down the road about like. I'll call, I would
2: like, love you. to I'll I'll part be, like, two.
0: Just for the girls, and because I have, I'm looking at my questions here, and I'm like, uh, I've got some sex questions, more related to like girl questions um, that a guy would be able to answer, like tips for the girls. Um, but I don't want to like jump into it right now. Uh, I feel like we had a pretty good general discussion. Um,
2: I
1: think so too.
0: Yeah, I think we'll maybe leave it so, something for the guys if they're listening. Like, we kind of touched on it earlier, but like if you, because I know you do coach men, so what would you want to leave them? Yes. Yeah, what's something that is just the good overall general advice for guys to know and take with them when approaching and talking and dating women? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think my my kind of, I'll leave you with this tip is just remember that you're gonna get rejected most of the time. You're not gonna have conversations that go smooth most of the time. And I think the awareness of that and not putting yourself into this perfectionist category and kind of looking at the progress or the, I should say, the process of meeting women as something that can be practiced, that you can work on, that you can get to the point where you do get better at it and to try to focus on that process and the progress as much as possible and not oh I got rejected again oh I got rejected again and know that you can get better. There is an opportunity for you. I've done it. Thousands of people who have either worked with me or followed me have done it. It is possible, and if you're interested, hop on over to the podcast and, and check out what I'm all about. It's called How to Talk to Girls.
0: Mm-hmm. And I do. Um, what's the most common question or problem that guy co- that guys come to you with? Is it just strictly approaching women, or is it like, I'm dating this girl. What do I do? How do I make a move? Like, what is it? The most common thing you see?
1: It's usually before they get the date is the most common problem. Is the average problem? It's like, what do I do? Yeah, what do I say? How do I talk to her? Again, the podcast is called How to Talk to Girls for a reason because mm-hmm. that's the number one problem. Mm-hmm. How do you talk to them? What do you say? How do you get them interested in you? How do you get them to the point where they want to go on a date with you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's the that's the biggest problem.
0: How did you? Sorry, <laughs> I know we're going a little bit over, but how did you approach your wife? How did that whole thing happen?
1: That one was. We met through her boss was a friend of mine. Okay. So her boss, or is a friend of mine, and I met her on a day that I went to her boss's dance studio. So she, they work in dance.
0: Cool.
1: And so I went to, I went to my friend's uh, dance studio my friend is her boss. And so she was there that day helping. We were making a video teaching guys how to twirl a girl in the dance floor.
2: Oh.
1: So she was there that day. And I thought she was cute. And I got her number. And then when How'd the video came out, I sent it to her.
0: Sorry to interrupt. But they, I got, got her it.
1: number. No, this is great. <laughs> I got her number. Well, the thing is, is this wasn't purposefully like, oh, that's smooth. Like this was... A legit reason to get her number. She was taking video of it for content that I could put on Instagram. So I was like, oh, you know, what's your number or here's my number. You should text those to me. It just so happened to be that that worked pretty well, right? That, that could happen. If I didn't have that opportunity, I probably would not have got her number there because I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable because it was like, her boss is my friend. Mm. So that was one of those instances where if I didn't get her number in that way, I would have probably asked my friend, her boss, for her number, and then I would have reached out. Mm. Very, very specific circumstance. But didn't end up that way. Ended up getting her number anyways. Asked her for a drink, and here we are.
0: <laughs> okay, so you got... She's there, she films a video. You're like, hey, can I get,
2: mm-hmm. can
0: you send me that stuff? I would love those videos. She's like, sure, great. Did she, did you text her later on to get make sure you got the videos or did she just send them to you? Do you remember? She like <laughs> sent
1: them to me like right away. Like okay. right away.
0: Okay, gotcha. And then you were She able just to,
1: like sent them to me.
0: Did you like prep talk her? Like did you like try to get to talk, like text her, see if she's responding to you over the, the last, like, over the course of uh, a day, and then you I like, do? Or did you just go for it?
1: No, I think I just went for it. I literally just sent her the video a week later, and I said, Hey, would you want to a grab a later. drink sometime? That was it. Yeah.
0: That's good. Or like, That's good. She, like, starts uh, to wonder, Oh, he's not right into me. You may say, yeah, a week, That's yeah. That's good. Okay, so you text through yeah. after a week. That's good advice, guys. What's
1: well, just like another, yeah. Yeah, totally. There's nothing like, what are we going to text about? How's your day going? You know, it's like, <laughs> I was just like, listen, she knows if she's interested or not. She experienced, That's she experienced a moment with me, many moments. I know that she knows yes or no.
0: Mm.
1: Texting is not going to seal the deal. In fact, it might ruin it. I teach guys not to text too much because they might say something that ruins it.
0: That's so true.
1: Yeah. So knowing that, I was like, all right, she's going to be interested or she's not. Let's, mm-hmm. let's find out. Want to grab a drink?
0: Mm-hmm. She said, sure. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And did you kiss her on the yep. first date? I did. You did. Do you teach your guys to do that? I did. Like try to seal it in? So I do. Interested? OK, so you tell them first yep. date. See if that's... OK, anything else you want to say? About how they can contact
1: you about coaching before we wrap up here yeah sure well yeah check out the how to talk to girls podcast because you're going to be listening to this as a podcast probably uh so check that out if you want to check out more about my coaching or any of my programs you can just go to tripadvice.com that's trip at two Mm peas, and check it out if you want to learn more or if you just want to listen to the podcast how to talk to girls Mm -hmm. check it out